Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good morning, everyone. I'm Dr. K, and welcome to In Your Face. No necessity for that. Can't even put a sentence together. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. I am Ron Kolick, your host. And of course, that was the charming voice of the Professor Lou Velassi. And of course, what prompted that attack? Attack? Yeah, there was an attack. It was not an attack. <laughs> it was a promo. It was a promo. Yes. If you haven't seen it, I was on Dr. Kim's um, game your, face. Your daily game face. Your daily game face. Dr. K- Dr. Kim Lennon. Your daily game face. Your daily game face. Yes. And uh, on Facebook. On Facebook. Live every Wednesday at 9 45. It's a good show, by the way. It's, I, I've, I've watched other ones where I haven't been on. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, and I was on, and, and it was a good show. I got a lot of comments on it, so check it out. Uh, it's on my Facebook page, and you can also go to her Facebook page as well. So you were relatively, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, because oh, you're going to take go. it that way. Here we go. You you were relatively restrained. You were relatively in control, which was impressive. Which is more than she was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think she was going to be able to do any wrangling on you whatsoever, but uh, you you did well. Hmm. Yeah, it, it was a, it was an interesting discussion. And the, the final line at the end of the show is like, "How did I lose control of my own show?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that was towards me. That wasn't towards you. Yeah, that was towards everybody on that one. She just totally lost everything on that. Anyways, she, was, she ran late. It ran long. It was so good. We kept it going an extra ten minutes. That was that was yeah. It was it was the whole thing. She didn't she didn't follow her little standard thingy she wanted to do. That's the other thing too. So well, let me see. Maybe we read it two different ways, right? Well, yeah, I mean, but maybe you read it because of the show structure. She did better than I, I thought. Keeping it in line, she did better than I thought she was going to. She didn't do as well as she hoped she would have, but I did. <laughs> I thought she did better than I thought she was going to do. I think she's a little anal. She likes things. Um, I don't know if that's a term I'd use, but I don't know. It's the one that came to mind. So I have no. She clue. likes a little control. Yeah, we all like. Who does it? We right? all like a little control. Exactly. Not everyone. No. No, not the massacres. The massacres? Yeah, the massacres does not like control. He doesn't like control of himself? Of himself? You know what a massacre is? A masochist? Yeah. Someone who likes pain. You saw Dead Sexy. Yeah, okay. I did see Dead Sexy. Okay, so <laughs> the girl that was... Wow, we got that reference in. <laughs> so the girl that... I probably got to see it. Uh, Jen and I watched it, uh, I think it was Saturday night. Oh, you hadn't watched it before? No, I hadn't watched it. Even though I told you about it, I hadn't watched it. I put it on my list. A, not bad. Uh, not great. No, not great. Not great. But on the scale of these things, not bad. Not bad. B, the guy who played the transvestite. It was a riot. That's a series. That should be a sitcom. Oh, yeah. He should have his own show. He was that good. He or she was that good. I'm not gonna I don't be... know if he was just playing a transvestite or is a transvestite. It was good. I don't know. That was, I mean, it, it was. It had its moments. There it was wasn't gratuitous bad. boobs in there, but we didn't. <laughs> it was on a budget of about $600. I don't but... doubt it. 
<laughs> but on a whole, it wasn't. Jan watched it with me, and, and uh, of course, she was happy. Well, I don't want to give away the ending. It's on Tubi, by the way. Dead sexy. Go tubby, find it. Tubby. It's my Tubby. Tubby. It was on Tubby. It's my endearment. Tubby. Dead sexy. Go yes. find it. I am the biggest promoter of Tubby because I watch that constantly. Yes. Uh, anyway, so dead sexy. <laughs> and I will tell you, I will absolutely tell you, and, and I don't want you to give it away, but yep. I want you to see if you agree with me. The best. The best part of that entire show uh -oh, was the very end of it when they were all together and they, oh. they saw the picture. When they saw the picture. Oh, now I don't remember. Oh, God. I'll have to tell you off yet because I'm not giving it up because that's the best part of the whole show. At the very end of it was the woman who I thought was Pamela Anderson for a long time. And I was wondering what the hell, hell happened to her. Yeah, doesn't she look she like She ends up yeah. buying the house. She bought the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they introduced her somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> She was okay with everything. But the, that was going when, on. at the end, when they're very over their mother's house and they're all uh, sitting there, all the girls with their oh, boyfriends, vaguely, yeah. And then they show the picture, and he said, "Oh, is that the?" And then she said, "Well, actually, okay, I'll tell you after." Yes. Okay. No, I vaguely remember. Now no, you yeah. vaguely remember. Yep. All right. So, all in all, uh, a fun little movie. Uh, you might you might not like it, but I mean, it's not terrible. So it's a it's a cult classic type. It's a d-level movie it's... i mean it's nothing i would watch again to be honest with you not probably not no i wouldn't watch it again but i mean it, it was it wouldn't didn't waste my time but it if was... that were the pilot of that transvestite sitcom <laughs> you'd buy it you'd buy it big time oh she was so funny oh it was good she was it was a great character there were a lot of not a lot but there was some really good things in here so yeah anyways that's... And for those of you if you want to go such a it's it's a d-level cult classic movie which ron and i have an affinity for right yeah yeah but a relatively modern one it's not like the 70s or something no that looked that looked 2000 there right? are so many on there i mean some of them is like i, mean, I love cult classes you know that especially science fiction what was cult. the one have you seen the one um one with just bill maher amazon women of the amazon or something of the you mean uh, Women of the uh, Avocado Jungle? Yes, Women of the Avocados. I saw that 20 years ago. Bill Maher was in that. And uh, Barbosa, what's her face? Adrian Barbosa. Yes. Yes. I saw that. Like, no, it's not Barbosa. Yeah, it? whatever her name is. Adrian Barbosa, whatever her name is. She was in The Fog. She was in. Uh, Adrian. In the, uh, Adrian. That's her. Yeah, yes. she's in it. Anyway, I saw and about, Shannon Tweed was Shannon Tweed. I don't know. The, yeah, those are probably the only two people I know. That yeah. was like twenty years ago. Yeah, and I saw that. Oh wait a minute! Now you that was horrible, but it, sometimes they're horrible in an amusing way. Yes, because you saw uh, what was that one? Uh, what the heck was the name of that one? Oh Don. Oh, I can't think of it, but it was a a composite of all bad. Yes. Do you remember the name of that? I don't remember the name. No, that was that was bad. That the the woman from the avocado jungle were in that. Too. Yes. Yeah. They they took that piece and stuck it in there yeah. too. But uh, yeah, that was it was all clips and cut ups from yeah. the other thing. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh my God! They even had that that stupid uh, fairy tales porn movie in there. Fairy tales. The little bull peak. Pete. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had some weird stuff. Yeah. That was that was a weird movie. I'll have to admit yeah. that. They just clipped a whole bunch of crap together. It's a clip show. <laughs> God, yeah. It's anyway. a good introduction to grade D cult movies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some of them are, I mean, some of them are, are so bad they're good, and some of them are just bad. Yes. Yeah. There are some that but even the I'm bad sorry ones I watched. Are, even the bad ones are amusing. 
Uh, I watched one. I'll tell you what. Do you watch Mystery Science Theater 3000? No. Oh, that's excellent. But by the way, the movies in there, which are supposed to be grade D movies, Mm. look like Oscar winners compared Compared to to these. Yeah, yeah, that's a hint. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so. uh, Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh, first of all, Patri- dead sexy. Look it up. Yep. Dead sexy. Yep. Uh, Patriots. Good win. Oh, yes. 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 Tough one. I liked it because it was, well, it's a good team. Chargers are maybe a good team. Might not be. I'm kind of on the fence. Right well, now. They don't suck. They don't suck. Yeah. No, they don't suck. Okay. Good win because for the first time, if they had lost that game, this would have been the first time we you could blame Mac. Mac Jones, yes. right? Because he didn't play well in the second and third quarters, but he pulled it together at the end and, and got the win. And I still liked it. I know he didn't play well. I knew he was off, but I still liked it because the kid just, he stands in there. He just keeps going. I don't know. I just, I'm, I like him more and more every game. I really do. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I've said this and before, even when they were really losing in the beginning, um, I like this team. Uh, it, it needs some pieces. It needs some work. Yeah. But I like this team. And when and I said so after yesterday's win, I was thinking about it. They could really easily be seven and one right now without. They could not a stretch. Not a not stretch. A stretch. Not a stretch. But, uh, so I like this team, but I like it more now than I did at the beginning because we were sold a bill of goods. We were sold that this was no, a very good de- we, we, defense. We, we we were sold this was a very good offensive line. We by were sold. who? By all the freaking. Uh, talking heads. Well, that and them Belichick's spending a never quarter said of that. a billion dollars. Belichick never said that. Well, he'd never say that. Yeah, exactly. And because he knows better, he yeah. knows that you know a thing. I mean, yeah, they spent a lot of money, but then again, it's all new components. Yeah. You know, it's not like. Uh, I mean, I've seen uh, uh, Brady when he was at his height. They bring somebody in, and it, he wouldn't even throw to him because he's like on the same. No, <laughs> you know, do not. Yeah, whatever. Is there anything better? Oh, by the way, he lost yesterday. I know. Is there anything better than the, the Patriots fumble. winning and the Buccaneers losing? Two hits of the fumble it makes a great Sunday for yeah, me. It does. <laughs> Yeah. Not listen. I love. I Tom love Brady. Brady. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We do. But I. We I, don't like the way it ended. Right now, and right now, I'm not. I love him, but I don't love him enough not to revel in his misery. Exactly. I just throw a pick six. You know, blow the game. I. Quite frankly, the last year he gave us was misery for us, and that was year on and a half on year, him. Yeah, I'll go year and a half. Maybe I'll go two. year and a half. Yeah. I'll give you year and a half, and that was on him. Yeah, he was a pouty little, you know, yeah, pouty little six year old. Yeah. Last year with us, you're under contract. Play the season. Jeez. Yeah, no kidding. And then I, leave. Does that kill her? I mean, look at Gilmore. He did the same thing, basically. Yeah, well. I like Gilmore, too. And, you know, yeah. I wish they would have kept him, but. But I still love Brady, and I will applaud him. When oh, he yeah, comes absolutely. Back yeah. He'll be in the Patriots Hall of Fame and the regular Hall of Fame and everything else. And he's he's the man after he retires. Yeah, he gave us 20 years of Right now, good he can't football. lose enough for me. And, you know, yeah. just he can't be bad enough for me. Who right did he get beat by? I'm sorry. New Orleans. White? Was that his name? Yeah, White? <laughs> But the Patriots, for the first time, the Patriots' D-line D and O-line looked good. I mean, they were getting some pass rush. 75-yard uh, run didn't look too good. Well, they're only re- the D-line's only responsible for the first five yards. Oh, okay. At that point, right? Well, I missed. <laughs> well, I missed. That's what the secondary is there for. They had him, though. They had him before yeah. he missed the tackle. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was a good game. So I don't yeah. want to talk about that. I do want to uh, congratulate on the latest Patreon member. Oh, um, Ann Ryan. Hi, Ann. Ann just uh, joined uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. Uh, and uh, she is supporting us through um, uh, her uh, monthly contribution of $3, which is really good. 
Nice. Uh, you get there's like 30 videos on there that you can't see anywhere else, and uh, check them out if you are a member. Welcome, man. We, we love it. Thank so, you so much. And now welcome we, to the Dead Air Society. Dead Air Society. We got to mm -hmm. do something about that. I want to make coffee cups. Would coffee cups work? Coffee cups would work. You know, after one year, you get a coffee cup. Oh, yeah. 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 And speaking of one year, we have some people that there are up for their one year anniversary. We have Ghost Chronicles, the magazine, which will be going out to them. I just have to do some updating on it. But uh, really, yeah. we're close. Oh, very close. Oh, I'm very excited. Anyway, so we want to thank, in addition to Ann Ryan, we want to thank uh, uh, Quinn Doobie, Craig DeGroat, uh, Anna Rocha, Susan Brown, Stephen Scott, and Jan Schmidt. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Is that our Stephen Scott? Yes, it is. Okay. From yeah. Scotland. Thank you all. I have to laugh though, right? He signs up. Of course, it's three dollars a month for to to you know. Basically, you know, you help us out. So, yeah. Um, so it, it's the exchange. It goes to two fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. But like a, a good friend, uh, Craig uh, Craig DeGroat, he uh, he upped his to five bucks a month. I don't even have a five buck level. <laughs> Craig, thank you so much. We appreciate it. But we, we got to do some stuff. We have to add some things to that. But uh, yeah, we want to thank our. our uh, I got listeners. to talk to talk to Stephen Scott because I've found some Scottish heritage. So yeah. So yeah. So we're brothering now. Yeah, I drank a lot of scotches. That count. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, just before the show, I came across this video speaking about Stephen Scott, who is a, a medium. Yes. Um. So do we have this video we can play? And it's what's it called? Um. It's uh, something. It's uh, scientists are one step closer to discovering why some people can hear the dead speak. Okay, so we're gonna. I mean, I haven't heard it. You haven't heard it. We're gonna listen to it, and then we're gonna comment on it. And you can comment too. By God the way. willing, yes. Yeah, you can comment as well. Yeah, yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let it rip. Ghosts, do they exist? No one knows with absolute certainty, but now experts say they may have identified the particular traits in a person that might cause them to hear the voices of the dead. Understanding the phenomenon called clairaudience is important to both doctors and anthropologists. On the medical side, it helps them to better understand conditions related to hearing voices and seeing visions, like schizophrenia. And for anthropologists, it could help them in understanding historical world religions and why hearing voices is so attached to some spiritualist experiences. So what's the difference between spiritual mediums who hear voices from beyond and the rest of us? First off, spiritualists were much more likely to believe in the paranormal than those who don't regularly have these types of hallucinations, though they often had their first experience by the time they were around 21 years old, putting them on a path of discovery where they would go looking for answers about the experience. Oftentimes, their search led them to spiritualism rather than spiritualism guiding them to hallucination, which the researchers say means the hallucinations likely weren't the result of peer pressure or suggestion, but rather some manifestation of something else entirely. Well, that was totally useless. Total 30 are the only the monthly contact lenses that. with nearly 100% water at the surface. Nothing. We're not getting back. So nothing touches the eye but a gentle cushion of moisture. There are a couple Feels things like nothing. To pull from it, though. Okay. Even at day 30. A lot of it was very similar to the discussion we had with uh, Dr. Kim on her show and started on this show, Dr. Kim Lyman. The running doctor. A lot of that, yeah. A lot of that, it was talk about openness and things like that. I, I think it's interesting that uh, I, I think the point they made about she's gonna hit you. Go ahead. Uh, the uh, 
the thought about the sequence, I think, is important. I, I think the fact that uh, most of these people... Like, yes. <laughs> it's nice background music. Yeah. But... <laughs> uh, the thing about most people... But who knows what would come on? You might get a commercial for ED or something. <laughs> most people having the experience and then finding, quote-unquote, spirituality, which is an umbrella term for a lot of what we're talking about, mm -hmm. as opposed to having spirituality and then having the hearing the voices i think i think that's an important sequencing note i do too i mean and uh their beliefs i guess and I, I can understand that if you believe well i mean we talked about that on the kim show um why some people experience and some people don't and if you have the belief in it i, I would think you'd be more wrapped to uh experience it yeah this is why i'm always curious about when we talk to mediums and yeah. we talked to Roxy and, and Leslie and, Those rare and breed. Yeah, when I talk to them, I always like to get an idea of how these things come to them because the mind is designed to uh, interpret stimulus through our sense organs. Yes. Uh, smell, sight, sound, yeah. feel, touch. So if someone, if the mind were going to conjure up something legitimate or illegitimate in terms of coming from the outside, mm -hmm. It would do it in those terms. It would do it. It would create a visual stimulus that you would see it in your mind. You would hear it in your mind. You would smell it. You know, the woman with her father's pipe tobacco, mm -hmm. that type of thing. So I'm always curious about how mediums, how this information comes to them, because the only way we know as human beings to interpret stimulus is through our sense organs until you find a different way to look at things. So, so I'm wondering if that's part of it, whether you can. You know, if it's not a sense organ stimulus, if it's not a sight, smell, or sound, or touch, I think a lot of us have trouble dealing with it. Where some people may be more open to something that doesn't strictly fall yeah, into that category, you, a feeling or a that thing dealt with clairaudient, which is hearing voices. Yeah, there are there are I think okay, yeah. seven audience uh, clearance uh, clear. I'm not going to go through them all, but I'll have to dig them up somewhere. But uh, yeah, the, you know, you see things, you uh, smell things, you uh, taste things you there's a whole pile of them like for instance in the red light sciences for some particular reason i have developed this trait that i can smell dead people when they come through in the sands i mean not dead people smell old people i smell old people i smell old people yeah. that's that's my tagline i'm getting shirts made up <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah for some reason i have no idea what the hell that is even but but uh, the mind creates stuff I know that's the interesting thing. For example, if it doesn't create it, I mean, if you have no, I mean, we talked about how it, your mind, when you see something, it, and you're really only seeing motion, by the way, your, your mind only sees motion. Okay. In other words, if you were, if I was to stare at you at a laboratory where they could fix my eyes, right, uh, you would just eventually disappear as long as you didn't move. Okay. Fair enough. Because our eyes need motion to... Um, I wouldn't disappear. Your mind would fail to register me. You would disappear in yeah, our mind. Yeah. We're talking about yep. in our minds. Yep. Yeah, you would mm -hmm. disappear. Maybe in real life, too. We don't know. Yep. Should we try it? <laughs> <laughs> but, a, you're in a vicious mood today. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Well, just think about it. You could get rid of your enemies that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Watch out, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's very low on my list. There are a lot of people above him on the list. Yeah. Italians? <laughs> Some. Yes. Anyway. Tom Brady. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want him harmed. 
eh, just let him put away for a while okay, until he decides to retire. <laughs> okay. But the but the mind will. You've seen this a, a thousand times. The mind will create a face where there's no face. They'll get yes, a of stimulus. That's paradora. But that's that's because we have. That, that's what I was talking about before I went on my rant again. Yeah. Uh, we have a reference. You know, a dog. Okay. So oh, that cloud looks like a dog. Because we have a reference of what a dog looks like. And the Gita podcast I do, Ooh, they Gita. talk constantly about the rope and the snake, how people will see a rope and mistake it for a snake until they have the information and the knowledge to deal with the misperception. Right. Like you step into a room and all of a sudden you see a rope on the floor. You think it's a mistake uh, because bear in the back of the cave, Ron. I know you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but we create things in the mind. Why couldn't we create a voice? Why couldn't we create a smell? Yeah. But I mean, we also this this other thing we're talking about visual. I mean, one of the problems with with a uh, uh, number of bike accidents is that our minds fail to see the bikes because we're not yes. looking for bikes. Yeah, and therefore on a road we're not looking for bikes, but it suddenly they appear and or the see the common example of like you don't know a car exists and then once you know it exists you see it everywhere. Yeah, exactly, they were there all the time. Yeah. You just didn't focus on them. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we we have all these little things that work yeah uh it, it doesn't explain anything but, no. you know, the bottom line of it though no. that all is it just it doesn't it's it's intriguing stuff uh, when i bring this stuff up i'm not discounting any of this stuff it's just that it makes me want to make sure that the example is compelling right you know because there's a lot of ways we hear a voice that doesn't exist there might be ways we hear a voice that does exist i want to get to those examples and i want to know that they're examples of a voice that right we didn't I mean, create internally there are certain things we can do to uh test some of these hypotheses for instance uh evps are if those who don't know electronic voice phenomena it's basically when the theory is that a spirit will take the white noise on a recorder and manifest their voice on it uh you and i hear a voice at the same time i'm in yeah that's what i want to so <laughs> i e want to talk about that an evp yeah um you know, one of the criticisms that it, you're just picking up random uh, thoughts or random uh, ear signals of some sort because, uh, or even voices, because um, everything that we produce audibly just goes until it's totally dissipated. Um, anyways, so there are certain things, like for instance, you can do, do a, a, a lead line container or a, a Faraday cage or some other things that you can use to uh, balance this. And, uh, you know, and that makes it more credible if you do capture something. My thing with EVPs is that, um, and people do this with music all the time. They'll give yeah, you a different, they'll give you a different logo. Uh, they'll give, give you a different lyric and then you can't unhear the lyric. It's like, it yeah. really sounds like that because your mind expects it to sound like that. So if you get an EVP on first listen before someone tells you what it is, that's more compelling to me than yeah. That's that's the the proper way of doing it is yeah. simply just have someone listen to it and they write down whatever it is and you have other people listen to it too. So with no prompting, no anything, right? And if you get you know consensus, then that's that's pretty good. But still, it doesn't uh, it doesn't rule out pareidolia, right? Because you know you have context and everything else. If if you just there's a lot of common ground among people, yeah, so they it, might well, infer the same thing. Paradox. Our mind wants to make order of everything, yes, and and that's what it does. It just fills in the blanks, and which is does what it not sight. You know, we I've been in this room so many times, so my mind knows all this. Yeah, what the room looks like, and um, so when we see something, it doesn't waste all those 
energy on seeing what we're seeing because we get we right. sight is like unbelievable uh, amount of data that comes through us and each day right is is through sight so our mind just filters a lot of that crap out just so we'll fill it in whatever's yep. there and that could be the reason why you know um for instance my wife versus myself i'm very observant i can see when there are changes okay yep. my wife cannot yeah and we, we've talked about this before i know we haven't but that may be the reason why maybe somebody's uh, ability is a little different than that. You know, maybe it's beyond just normal sight. Hello, yeah. it's might be six sight or something. Six sight. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's there's a skill level to interpreting, especially interpreting other humans. You know, it's like I often call myself an observer because I can see changes. I can see things like that because I'm looking for them and other people are just. I don't know if it's skill level or it's just you're distracted by other priorities in your mind. It could be. Yeah. You can't see the forest from the trees. We always hear that, right? Yeah. Well, as I always said, two people in the wood, one guy sees the blue jay and the deer and the snake and everything else. And the other guy's just swatting mosquitoes. Yeah. Because it's all he sees is the mosquitoes. I mean, how many times, else. and it's probably happened to you, but uh, I would think uh, it would be more, more other people are prone to it. Um, is for instance, my wife, my wife, if she's looking for the mayonnaise, it's in the refrigerator. It could be right in the front of the refrigerator. And she goes in there. Yeah. I can't find the mayonnaise. It's yeah. right in the front. No, it isn't. I look, open it up. It's right there. So it, it's always been there. Hasn't it? Yeah. Well, maybe it hasn't. Maybe it walked out into another dimension. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it wasn't in life, the refrigerator. <laughs> the key to life, Ron, is attenuating your focus. Attenuating your focus. And Chances yeah. are it, it, she's perfectly physically capable of seeing the mayonnaise to, to continue that example, mm -hmm. but her mind is somewhere else. Her task, her that's a good point. It's just she's just focused on something else. It's a good point. So you only give you only you spare a little bit to look for the mayonnaise, but you don't do it thoroughly. Uh, yeah, it happened with my girlfriend's daughter the other day where there was a screen and she couldn't turn it off. And I go over and there's a thing that says finish, press it. <laughs> she but, it was right there but there yeah. were a hundred other things going on so mm -hmm. her you know her, her attention was elsewhere yeah it's, it's strange which is fine i mean we only have some again i, I think i think that's such, such a key ability among humans mm -hmm. to be able to attenuate your focus properly and something that's a, efficient and makes you happy as opposed to focusing on the bear in the back of the cave run <laughs> just kill that will you <laughs> Anyways, uh, I have a couple of things I do want to mention before I go it's on. It's the base human experience. I know. I do have a couple of things I want to mention. Yes. First of all, uh, tomorrow is Dining with the Dead, all, mm. all uh, Day of the Dead on November 2nd. And that'll be at the Haunted Wyndham Restaurant. And you can get tickets online at IndieGhostProject.com. And you well, have to get your tickets in, in advance. So there's a seat or two left, huh? Yeah. And it's it's uh, it will be uh, tickets will end tonight. So uh, there's no tickets at the solar door. Um, so if you're interested, uh, it's a good time always. And uh, um, so anyways, uh, we have that. And so uh, there's a lot of interest in um, my paranormal CSI. And I've decided after the first year yeah. that I am going to be doing it again. I'm going to do it, uh, I think, in person and online. So we will see. It's uh, exciting. This will be three through circles of wisdom. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can check out my website, inegosproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. And when I have anything updated, I will put that up there. But it, it is does look like it's going to be happening. So um, 
Anyways, speaking of that, today is All Saints Day, so there you go. Uh, let's see, All Saints Day, what else is it? It's All Saints Day, and there's another word for it too, right? Uh, what's the, another word for it? Come on. What was Halloween? Yeah, but there's another word for that too. I forget what it's called. What's it, what do they call that? What, All Saints Day? Yeah, but there's another name. I don't know. Uh, oh, God, I'm going to have to look at it. All Saints Day, also called All Hallows Day, Hallow Mass, Feast of All Saints. Uh, it's the Christian church, a day of commemorating the saints uh, who are known and unknown, which is interesting. Uh, there is a Saint Ronald, by the way. Is there? Yes, there is. Hmm. He was uh, Scottish. Killed by his own men, too. <laughs> what did he do? I don't know probably was like me so my computer just died on me there's a st louis too it's in missouri is that an attempt of humor no a feeble attempt but yes yeah, okay right um so anyways i talked about um uh so got me curious is there is a st louis an actual st louis yeah there's, there's you have to go to the official one now you, you know you can just there are plenty of unofficial stuff you can pick up St. Jan, for instance, ain't no St. Jan's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. I've met her. St. Ronald, though, that's on there. And if you want to meet St. Jan uh, Wednesday morning. Oh, we forgot about that, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. On the Affection Connection. That's right. This Wednesday at 11, 1130? 1130. 1130. 1130. Uh, I always get these mixed up, the 11 and 1130. I know. Uh, 1130 is um, the Affection Connection with Lou myself in St. Jan, and we take your uh, questions on relationships, and uh, you're welcome to call in, by the way, or during the show, and uh, or uh, text us, or send me an email if you have a question you want answered, or, or you know, I mean, we give our, our honest opinion, right? And it's just as amusing and informative as you expect it to be. Amusing. Mm -hmm. It's amusing. We try to be entertaining. Well, it's just that. as entertaining. I and just, I'm just myself. What can I tell you? Well, that's entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> to a dead person. <laughs> so, um, anyways, yeah. So Wednesday, uh, yeah, check it out right here on this same station. Yes. Um, anyways, or you can join no, us no, on, on the Affection Connection Facebook page. Yeah, but it'll be also on uh, the morning page. I usually, oh, put, okay. I usually put the link up on there. Oh, it'll be on my page too. So we can we, do it live to there if you want. We give it to you. No, we okay. have its own page. Why are you <laughs> doing funny. that? I don't know. Just why are you doing that? We want people if they want to go and watch all the past episodes, they can Reach, reaches a whole new audience. That's all. I I put it up there. Right? I yeah. I tag it. It's up there. People can watch it. Okay. Goes it goes on. Fine. It goes on Ghost Chronicles uh, Radio on pay, on uh, our Patreon page on Facebook too. Oh, so nice. we, I mean, it's it's around and uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 a it's a. People have liked it so far. I'm surprised, but they have. <laughs> you know, it was it was something that Lou and I wanted to do, something a little different than uh, what we do, whatever that is. Yeah. And uh, so, yep, check it out. Anyways, um, I mentioned earlier that I smell old people, right? Yes. During seances. Okay. Yes. So, do you have a smell in your dreams? I have a I would assume I can't specifically come up with a memory that I did, but why wouldn't I? Do you hear in your dreams? Sure. Yeah. You do? You hear sound in your dreams, don't you? I don't think I do. 
You think your sounds, your dreams are silent? They're like silent movies? Yeah, silent movies. Yeah? No, they're real, but there's there's no chitter chatter. Or maybe they're real. Wait a second. No sound or no dialogue? I don't know. You hear sound. I'm, I'm going to guess you hear sound. You think so? Sure. Really? I would imagine dreams activate almost all of your sense organs. Because you you believe it's real, how you wouldn't think it was real if you didn't hear any sound. Oh, you might. I don't know. I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm. I hear sound. I'm pretty confident of that. Okay. Sure. I hear people. Yeah. I hear people talking and. Well, let me see what they have to say. All right. Do you hear sounds? There's a general consensus that outside sounds contribute to that, right? I don't know how scientific know. that is. Oh, here we go. Uh, dreams aren't just visual. We often hear voices and sounds, too. Well, dreams are highly visual, uh, psychotic hallucinations. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, generally, they involve hearing things that are rather, rather, hearing things that aren't real rather than seeing things that are real. Hearing things that aren't real as opposed to... I don't know what that yeah. means. I have no clue. Do you, at this point, are you remembering a lot of your dreams? I do. I, I go re- through spells. I remember mine. I mean, I dream every day, so... And you remember them? Yeah. Hmm. Wait a minute. Do we... I have one more, and this was, goes back to... Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I can't recall a specific dream right now, but... All right. So do you smell in your dreams? <laughs> People do not respond to odors while they are in the dreaming phase of REM. You cannot smell while you are asleep. Oh, that's not where we're at. That's not the question. Though. What? That's not the question. Yeah, it is. You cannot smell. You can't see when you're in REM wh- either. While you're asleep. Any odors that you are experiencing in dreams are... Fayu Lulus. Uh, what? F A I U L O L O. Okay. Oh. No, we're not, I'm not saying you smell like stuff going on in the room. I'm saying you, in your dreams, if it's turkey dinner, you smell a dinner. You cannot. Oh, freaking stop with these freaking pop ups. You can't see in your sleep either. But you see in your dreams. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Your eyes are closed. You cannot smell coffee, by the way. If you're, uh, they make coffee and it's supposed to wake you up. No, externally, I don't. I, I don't think externally. But I, again, I think there's a consensus that this sometimes that incorporates into your dream. Oh wait a minute. Okay. Well, let me see. There's there's a famous researcher here that knows something. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, to a certain, to a certain whether olfactory stimulation could affect our dreams. Yes, so they said. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. If if you smell something while you're sleeping, it might be interpreted in your dream in a different way. Nonsense. Professor of psychiatry at Brown University and author of. The scent of desire. 
<laughs> Her research and experiments indicate people do not respond to odors while they are in the dreaming phase of REM. You cannot smell while you are asleep. You don't smell the coffee and wake up. You would, you know what? Do you remember that one? Smell the coffee and wake up? No, the, there was the, the, the alarm clock that made bacon. Oh. <laughs> Could you wake up to fresh made bacon? <laughs> All right, fine. You don't remember that, huh? I don't even know where it comes from. No, I don't remember that one. Uh, it comes from, I probably Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, it says, uh, she says, if we briefly wake up and perceive the center property, it will wake us up further instead of intensifying it. So, yeah, okay, I understand that. But that's if you wake up. I want to know if you smell things. Professor Thomas Hummel of the University of Dresden Smell Tasting Clinic. How do they get money for that? <laughs> in his research. It's government money, too. <laughs> in his research, corroborates Hertz's conclusion that smells do not arouse us from sleep. Yeah, we know that. I want to know if you smell smells in freaking sleep. Uh, Antonio Nielsen and Denari, 1998, provide one assessment of self-reporting prevalence of smell in dreams. Ooh, here we go. So we do know people smell. To quote the abstract, although numerous studies have investigated the content of laboratory and home dreams, reports surprisingly little is known about the prevalence of various sensory modes in dreams. 49 men and 115 women completed a battery of questionnaires and kept a home dream diary for two or three consecutive weeks. Retrospective responses to the questionnaires indicate that approximately 33% of men and 40% of women recalled having experienced a sensation of smell or taste in their dreams. Of the 3,372 dream reports that were collected and scored for ambiguous references to <laughs> auditory, uh, olfactory, and gustatory. Yeah, that's stomach. Yeah. Mm. Auditory, auditory experiences are reported in approximately 53% of all dream reports. Olfactory and gustatory sensations occurred approximately 1% of all dream reports. Uh, a significantly greater percentage of women than men reported one or more dreams containing references to olfactory sensations. The results lend support to previous studies which have shown that a variety of sensory experiences, although relatively rare, can occur in dreams. Okay, so they're rare then? I guess... According to that study, 33% of men and 40% of women recalled having it, which is lower than I would have thought. Yeah, but recalled it goes it. on though. If you yeah, read the no, rest of it, yeah. I did read the rest yeah. of it. I read it to you. Cool. <laughs> Testy this morning, huh? We didn't have your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? How can you have a dream without smell? I don't remember. Honest to God, last night was the first night that I remembered smelling something in my dream. What did you smell? Dead people? No. <laughs> Old people? No, I, I was looking for Home Depot. <laughs> Who wouldn't, you know? So you smelled lumber? So I had to go all around the lake. Yeah. It, it was pretty interesting. It was this huge trek I had to go through, of course. <coughs> Excuse me. Went through Dracula's Castle and um, some other <laughs> freaking place. Oh, it's the Dracula Home Depot. Yeah. It's Transylvania Home <laughs> just Depot. Just trying to get the freaking Home Depot. Yeah. That is a lot of work just to get there. Anyways, and uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so eventually I also came into this. It was like a little neighborhood, and all the houses were like plaster houses, like you'd see, and, and they weren't separated. They were all together, so right. it was like a block thing. But it was the Irish neighborhood, oh. and it was like no men because the men were all working. All yeah. these women were there, and, and they were cooking. 
and I smelled the corned beef, the smell of corned spices beef and, and stuff, yeah. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but I have no clue. Don't use spices. It was the I mean, Irish don't use spices. I know that's the thing. It's weird, <laughs> but it was it was extremely prevalent. I mean, it was really Unless strong. Whiskey. So when I woke up, uh, you know, I could I could actually you know still understand it. You know, I still retained it. Let's put it that way. See, the mind takes what it knows and creates a dream, right? Yes, we know that. Well, so why would well, it? Well, 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 no, well okay, well, not, okay. What it, not what it knows, but for example, it creates a visual. Dreams are visual, right? Right. Why would it stop at just the sense of sight? We're very capable of calling up a smell on demand. I can Because sight is the overwhelming senses of our body. It requires the most... I wish I had that information for me. The most uh, energy and everything for us to do is seeing. And better than hearing, tasting, smelling, even movement. Our, our eyes suck up a lot of freaking energy. That's why they say, go uh, rest your eyes. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. You're actually resting your, your whole body. Because okay. when you close your eyes, you're actually not using that energy. Which was interesting. I didn't yeah, argue with that. I guess fair enough. I'll let that go. But um, let me let it go. That's from a study. I don't know scientific study. I think it carries the most of. I I think it I could demands it. our most attention. But I think we take in a lot of stimulus auditorily, and I think we take in a lot of it, stimulus in taste and smell. Yeah, but it requires more energy to see than it does to hear, smell. Yeah, you blah, say blah, energy. Blah. I say focus. I think we focus no, 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 on no visual. energy. Actually, freaking energy out of your body. Okay. So when you rest your eyes, you're actually resting your body because it requires so much energy to see. Yeah. Okay. So that's your reason why in dreams, the mind would only produce right. visions. Right. Because that is the overwhelming uh, census of the body. Now, that being said, okay, now you said that our mind creates certain things. Well, um, I never knew this, but uh, my when my mom was going down and uh, she was in the, like a, a rehab, not for alcohol or drugs, by the way, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to recover from an operation. Right. And it was late one night and I was sitting there with her and she told me about my, um, her, her father's father, who in Poland was a seer. Basically, when people died in the village, they would go see him and he would go to sleep. And then he would get messages from those who passed or answer questions from those right. uh, living to, to the dead. So he was a, a go-between. Sure. So, you know, if you would get this information, I mean, we couldn't, isn't that beyond? I mean, this is kind of the medium stuff again, like we started off with the show, why people hear dead people and everything else. So this is something else that, to me, you know, if you get an information that you didn't know then that's where's it coming from i guess is the the point of it is it's it's not we're not really creating it are we who's to tell are the mediums creating speaking to the dead when they give you information that they couldn't possibly know good question i don't know so that information is coming somewhere so there must be something and i'm not saying that's that that information came from dead people that information came from somewhere so where did that information come from is the intriguing part right is it really coming from a dead person is it coming from a greater consciousness is it coming from 
Well, would you call it? That was pretty good. You said something about the compared to the greater consciousness to the inter internet. Do you remember your phraseology? Yeah, you didn't like it at the time. Yeah, I know, I know. But <laughs> what was it? What was it? No, it's just about our interconnectivity and our ability to access. The internet is set up that way. All this information is floating. But didn't out you have there. a? Uh, I don't know. I probably did. I don't listen to myself. Because I had a, you know, you talk about weird shit. Yep. Did I say that? Yes, I yep. did. Um, sorry about that, people. Um, so we talk about coincidences and stuff, right? Now, we, we just talked about that, right? Right. Yep. So last Wednesday on the international show, we had this Swedish uh, researcher who wrote this huge book, <laughs> <laughs> Everything to Know About the Paranormal. Really? Yeah, almost, almost everything to know about the paranormal. A field guide to the paranormal. It, it was Steve Parson loves it. He, he gave it all kinds of credit. He's the one to get on it. He's a uh, Norway, Norway, not Swedish, Nor Norway, Norwegian. Mm -hmm. And he came up with that, uh, uh, the same thing you would con conscious internet or something, uh, I, I, or whatever, I, yeah. whatever that terminology is. And I was like, whoa, Lou just told me that the other day. Yeah, well, it kind of make, makes sense. I know, but it was so so funny because I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I'm hearing voices too. <laughs> Those are real voices. Those are are you there. sure? Are you sure? Lunch around here too. You're gonna smell something. Are you sure? <laughs> but if you want to continue the analogy, that internet is out there. All that information is out there. But we're dealing with Commodore sixty fours right now. Most of us. <laughs> Commodore sixty four. Right. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Doss. <laughs> yes. You remember DOS? I do. Oh my God. I absolutely. Do. Go to. <laughs> I remember buying. You have to do script basically, right? I remember I had a Tandy 1000 and bought a hard drive for it, which was 32 gigs, uh, 32 megabytes. Not 32 gigs, 32 megabytes. I've got my Timex. And my ex-wife erased it by pulling the curtains out behind the deck and the static electricity basically <laughs> killed it all. Yeah. Now, as I remember, there was a program because I bought the computer for a program. Yeah, it was a football simulation, by the way, mm. a really good football simulation. But I saw it in the store and I said, I a need little, this little stick figures. <laughs> no, X's and O's. But the plays oh. looked real. Right oh, now. OK. Forget the name of it. What the hell was the name of it? But I literally bought the computer to run this program. But the they came on disks, floppy disks. Right. And the file, really? Yeah. And the files, the file names were you're going to love this. The file names were A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, yeah. And I erased the B file. Oh, yeah. Trying to erase a B drive or something like that. <laughs> it's like, geez, couldn't come up with better names for these files. Yeah, it, it, it was so bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah my, the, the Tandy actually ran on cassettes. Yeah. Audio cassettes. So well, you, you would plug it in and we go. I freaked out my girlfriend's 16 year old daughter the other day yeah. by saying, when I was in high school, we had a computer that ran by punch cards. Yeah, because that was what the hell are you yeah, talking key punch, about? Key punch. Yeah. yeah. Just what the hell are you talking about? Because it was a big pile of punch cards. Gotta get go training with key punch. That's the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I told her about party lines. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to freak out a teenager, tell them about party lines. What? People can listen in. Oh yeah. <laughs> you have to wait to make a phone call? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And you go up and somebody's on the line. Yep. He's <laughs> like, what? Pick up the phone and there's a conversation going yeah, on. Yeah, yep. yeah, good stuff. Yeah, my mom had one got up to the re uh, But so, see, this is the thing. Again, I believe the mind is the antenna for this. 
I believe the mind is the radio receiver for this. It makes perfect sense if spirit were going to communicate with us. It wouldn't be externally manifested. It would be in the mind because that's the medium with which that consciousness dealt, right? That's how, that's how that consciousness lived. It's how it, I mean, our mind is tuned to, to access our, our own consciousness. So why wouldn't it be well, well suited to receive other consciousness? See, I look at it differently. Okay. I don't think the mind is consciousness. I think the mind is nothing more than a... Uh, no, it's a radio. It's a peripheral. A peripheral. Peripheral. In other words, it allows our consciousness, our soul, our entity to exist in a physical world. Yeah. So it's it's nothing more than a it, It's our peripheral. car. It's a what? It's our car. Car works. Yeah. yeah. The body is carved too, but you know, it, right. the mind is like the control of it. The, yeah, body. Uh, yeah. I'm putting the body and mind together, but yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, I mean, so this consciousness, and which, by the way, they believe is a ghost in, in some some uh, sure. camps, that the ghost is really our consciousness, our soul, or whatever, right? Yep. But, I mean... We look at ghosts in itself, and and I'm and on Tuesday nights uh, dining with the dead. I'm actually looking at ghosts, and I'm going to look at some of the more interesting ghosts in the world, and ghost hunters and ghost equipment. So, uh, yep. yeah, it's it's going to be it's a little humorous actually. So, um, but anyways, uh, what was I saying? But it's it's the Oh, ghost, yeah. It's the vessel for consciousness. The body is the vessel for consciousness. So it would, any consciousness would access us through our mind because that's the mind deals is the seat of the consciousness. It's like the control for the body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's not the control for the soul. No. Yeah. It's control for the, I use soul, but whatever consciousness, whatever you want to use on it. Um, but we deal in, we deal in senses. We deal in, the five senses so we need everything to relate to that so when you ask why uh we always see franklin pierce as a you know with a powdered wig it's because that's the way we have to deal with it we can't we can't deal with franklin pierce as a consciousness a bubble of consciousness floating around or whatever it but does. some mediums can yeah you know some mediums, for instance i think to, to if you you ask for instance we did uh Franklin Pierce College in uh, Franklin Pierce. I think it was Franklin Pierce. It was up in New Hampshire. Anyways. Uh, and Maureen was picking up on him in that particular bite. But if you, and of course the reporter was, was well, that's crazy. He died when he was 80 years old. Didn't drink. Yeah, but the, uh, you ask a medium and they will tell you it's how they're presented to you. In other words, yes. So yeah. exactly like you said, it you know we picture Franklin Pierce as this whatever it is powdered wig or whatever yeah. you know glasses or whatever I don't know whatever he looks like but uh, we never it, think of him as a tenure right and yeah. and other mediums will tell you you know they will a spirit will give you um, symbols almost other words they they might show you vanilla ice cream and and you know it's what what is that but. It may not mean anything to you personally, but to whoever you're reading or everything, that is a an important thing. Or, or a uh, they might see a butterfly, you know, say, oh, I see a butterfly, and I say, oh, you know, that was my symbol, you know, yeah. uh, or my dad had a butterfly collection. I don't know, but you know, yeah. it's something that's pertinent to them. But the spirit, because I guess it's not like um, 
but there's a mix in there. Yeah, but it's not like a clear line. Some the the medium still has to interpret what the spirit is saying. Yeah. That's that's the problem. We we're still on di different planes, and the the messages sometimes are difficult to get through. And that's just you know, and so they they try to make it so that uh, they can be understood. Well, the medium doesn't have the context that the intended exactly receiver has. right so they may see something the um, spirit might be putting up out a fly because mm -hmm. it means something to the spirit and the person they're trying to get the message right. to but the medium doesn't have that context and doesn't understand how it works so i mean we talk about ghosts ghosts going through walls and stuff right yeah you know they, they pass through walls and there are many many reports of that and yet you can have ghosts that move objects yeah so how could you move an object if you have no mass that you can pass through walls, but yet you can move a object. Well, you saw a ghost. Oh, <laughs> they learn. They go to a little class and they can. Move I mean, stuff. I, to me, I, to me, that if yeah. there, that ghost is actually a pretty good movie of what my beliefs, my beliefs. I'm going to say that again of what the afterlife is. Uh, so yeah, the ghost that the ghost at the Wyndham going around and moving chairs to the window, stuff yeah. like that. That's uh, yeah. But yet you, they can pass through walls. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See, see you got to separate the wheat from the chaff, too. I don't get that. Okay, go ahead. Well, I explain. There are certain things about the ghost of the Wyndham that make sense. Yeah. And then there are certain things that scream to me, somebody's having fun with us. You go work for the Wyndham for a while, you find out there are ghosts there. You say, one night at closing, you know, I'm mm. going to go move all the chairs to the window. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Yeah. Which is not to discount everything, but. But that doesn't, I mean, that, to be honest with you, that's not a, a singular report. You also I have other reports yeah. of certain things that happen. Yeah. I mean, we talked about those packages, you know. Yeah. And that was a difficult thing to do. You would need a couple the packages. To... The packages, that's exactly it. The packages are more work than anyone would put in. Yeah. So I, and it requires two people. <laughs> at least. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a pretty elaborate hoax. Hoax. If, they, if, if it you is wanted to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that I kind of like that example of it. Yeah. But, I mean, there's there's so many weird things. I mean, the, the jewelry falling off the, the waitresses and, and so forth. You know, I you know, I witnessed that myself. Yeah. Uh, and so, by the way, if you want to know how tough that is, try to take a necklace of it. Oh god, no. Yeah. I'd have a hard time with a bra, never mind. <laughs> Not my own. <laughs> I never was good with bras. Ugh. I think there's a lot of energy floating out there. Do you any good with that? What bras? Taking bras off. I'm not bad. I have the hottest thing. My hands suck. That's the problem. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I think there's a lot of consciousness floating out there. I think some people have different receivers than others, more tuned. I think it comes back to that piece I saw in the video where they were talking about people who tend to hear voices find spirituality later. Mm -hmm. And I think spirituality in whatever form you want to take it as anything from the catholic church to the gita to uh spiritual wiccan to spirituals yeah yeah i i think that gives you the ability to see beyond our five senses and i think you need that ability to understand consciousness you can't you can't be limited to the five senses and deal with consciousness you can't because the, the consciousness goes beyond it what is that essence that leaves the body at death what is that it's not something you can taste, touch, feel, or smell. And the problem too taste, is, touch, yeah, I get it. Yeah, 
the, the problem is, is also that there, there are possible abilities of our mind beyond it. For instance, remote viewing. How can we go somewhere? Sometimes just with coordinates. Yeah. Figure that out. Just just geographical coordinates. Yep. No landmarks, coordinates, and, and be able to see something. And there's some interesting documented uh, some interesting documented evidence of the existence of remote viewing. Yeah. There to is. the point where the government did, yeah. Yeah. To the point where the government did a lot of work on it. Yeah. Spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the Russians, uh, you know, the Russians spent uh a ton of money because the Russians yeah. did a lot of secret stuff. Listen, but I can go. They online. did on psychic assassins. I can go online right now, Ron, and take a look at a beach on Plum Island, a camera on Plum Island Beach. Yeah, I mean that's now, but we're yeah. talking about in the no, sixties. No, I know, but internet I mean, wasn't even around. Again, it's this whole connection to me how we came up with the internet as humans because I think it's a mimicking. It's mimicking our bigger experience. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 Well, thank, thank God for El Gore. <laughs> thank God for El Gore. He invented, you know. I think spirituality is a path to a lot of this, though. And, and by spiritual, I mean, everyone's got their own. When I say spirituality, everyone's got their own view of what that is. There are, you know, I mean, there are various ways to approach spirituality as a term. It just means understanding, trying to get a grasp on what that consciousness is, what that essence is of us between the moment we're alive and the moment we're dead. What's that difference? And I, I think that's the question we have to address at this point. And what we have to address is the end of the show. Yes. So I'm surprised. I said psychic satin. You just blew right over it. Psychic what? Assassins. Oh, I didn't hear it. What happened? When the Russians you... dealt with psychic assassins. People could kill remotely? That was the, the purpose, yeah. Oh. They could... I don't know whatever cavern. I don't think it worked, by the way. I was going to say, did they ever accomplish it? But supposedly they could send, you know, a psychic assassin to stop somebody's heart. Wow. That's what they... Hmm. We'll get next week's show. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> should we do conspiracies again? <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got to roll. Um... Remote access, remote viewing, remote assassinations, remote... Should we try to kill someone on the show? Remote intelligence? <laughs> kill a goat? No. No, not as far as we're why telling we, anybody. Why are we always in the show with murder? I don't know. <laughs> the last three weeks has been that way. Know. You spend a half an hour with me and there you go, murder's murder. on your mind. Oh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, we especially want to thank our good friends on uh, Ghost Chronicles on Patreon, Ghost Chronicles Radio, and go check it out. And you could join us, too. And Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Bethune, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts. Good night and God bless everyone. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.